The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling art podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger, better collection, and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans? We made it. We made it again. It's another week. Recording these in batches as much as we can at a time. Worlds Collide Wrestling Card Podcast here for all of the wrestling card collectors. And hey, anybody else that wants to come in from outside of our hobby collecting anything else to come in and collect wrestling cards. You know why? Because wrestling cards rule. And that's what we're going to talk about today. (laughs) I figured, you know what? We say this every episode. It's become our shtick now, our gimmick, if you will. Let's take a second to kind of push back all of the stuff that goes on that we know of, whether it's social media nonsense, print runs, what's the latest release. Let's push all that aside and just talk about, in a short episode, why we love wrestling cards so much. Tony, you've been doing this forever now, and you're getting ready to celebrate the 20th year of WTC. Mm -hmm. So, out of all the hobby things that go on, collectibles, all it is, there's, there's all these things that you could go out and get, whether it's NFTs, whether it's sports cards, whether it's action figures. What continues to keep you going with wrestling cards? Um, just the overall general love for it. Um, it's always been that way, though. Trading cards. I did, I did an interview recently with uh, one of the uh, custom card designers. And uh, we, you know, I treated his work. I said that what you do is like art. And I look at trading cards as being a two and a half by three and a half piece of canvas that is art. Um, whether it's done through the photography, whether it's uh, some kind of a sketch, I don't care what it is. Or the design itself. The design itself. It's all a work of art that, uh, you know, every piece of, of art speaks to people differently. Um, I find that wrestling, for me, takes me back to, it's a, it's a nostalgia feeling. It takes me back to a specific time frame uh, where I don't think a lot of other collectibles out there can do that to you. I think that obviously, if you have a picture of Aaron Judge, you know, hitting a number sixty-two, mm-hmm. it'll it'll take you to that time frame. If you have a uh, whatever the case may be, uh, I'm sure it could take you to that moment. But I think those are far and few between in other uh, sports and other collectibles. Whereas wrestling, uh, especially cards, uh, has such a wide range of imagery that can take you back to a specific moment, even an entire era uh, that just makes you feel. A certain way that nothing else can do for you um, and that's just how cards have always been since day one for me uh, anything I I see I don't even care if it's modern stuff I don't care if it's vintage stuff it all takes me back to being a kid going back with my grandfather my grandparents uh, going to uh, you know the LA uh, sports arena uh, Olympic Auditorium and being able to go there and watch wrestling live and having memories of being like in awe of seeing these 
huge men doing battle and they're just larger than life to me and then my grandparents just uh, having a good time eating popcorn having soda um, or pop for you East Coast people um, uh, it, it's just it takes you back to a moment in time that uh, is just good it's just a good feeling it feels good um, and no cares no worries just excitement and having fun and cardboard wrestling on cardboard does that for me and maybe it does it for somebody else or maybe it does something else for somebody else but for me it's why it keeps me engaged and interested all these years yeah i agree 100 percent with you it's nostalgia and memories and the the first thing that comes to mind when when you were talking about that story and talking about nostalgia is i've talked about how i'm like trying to it's like a side pc thing that i'm trying to put together um, like a, a project of like one autograph from every person that ever appeared in ECW. It's actually harder to do than you think because a lot of the people did like one-offs there. A lot, they don't sign very much. So uh, luckily Corey's out there doing some custom trading cards. Great They're products, awesome. by the way. And awesome. he's providing a lot of us with those kind of opportunities. But the thing that gets me, it's just what you said. But as I'm, I'm like, okay, I was a big ECW fan. I'm, I'm want to put together, you know, I've got the whole set of the action figure cards and stickers. I'm, that's another ECW project that I'm working on, trying to get all of those signed. And as I'm doing this, I'm like, you know what? I just need to stop doing. Like, I love these, but I need to stop and go back and just start watching ECW the whole run for, you know, the few years that they were in existence. From, or maybe even go back to like pre-ECW of Tri-State Wrestling Alliance and then watch what I can on YouTube and then lead that into the early days of ECW in 1993. And it's making me want to go back and relive these moments. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is my representation here on the cardboard. I'm going to go back and relive these moments, relive these characters, relive these storylines. And to me, outside of non-sport, that's just not something that you can do. And you, you want to use the Aaron Judge example. Like, that I could see maybe if you were in attendance and he, you know, hit that record home run and you wanted something to kind of portray that a hundred percent, that's what sports cards do as well. But what I don't see, and I've actually had several sports cards, people admit this to me, like they collect their cards, they collect their player. I'm like, Oh yeah. Well, how many, how many times do you go back and watch their old games? How much do you go back yeah. and watch the super bowl that they want or the NBA finals or whatever? And they're like, uh, none. I watch live and then I don't go back and watch anything and I'm like but That's... but 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 you you'll see a picture like that if they captured like uh, like again Aaron Judge hitting that 60 you maybe you go back and check out YouTube real quick and watch uh, or you know um, a clip of him hitting it mm. that that specific moment but you're not going to watch the whole game right and hypothetically I agree with you but I still don't even think they do that because you could even do the same thing with wrestling like you could buy that Undertaker card and be like Oh, I've got to go watch on YouTube that clip of him throwing mankind off the top of Hell in a Cell, and it, mm -hmm. it might just be that clip, but it feels like with wrestling, it, wrestling fans are—I feel like they're more passionate about longevity and characters than any other aspect of the hobby. Could be wrong. Maybe that's a bold take, but no, that's I why for wrestling it just keeps driving the interest for me. No, I think I think you're right. I, and using the Undertaker mankind analogy, like. You remember that it's a very historic thing in the in the business, uh, but now you're like, you know what? I like that whole pay per view. I'm gonna go back and rewatch that whole pay per view now. Just yep. I know that moment's coming, but I'm gonna watch the whole damn pay per view now as well. Yep. And with you know the archives of all of WWE, WCW, ECW, most of that is on Peacock, or there's tons of stuff on YouTube. We've got indie wrestling featuring legends, or hey, you know you can still have these same 
effects that we're talking about with nostalgia and moments in time. You can do that with modern. I mean, what hap- What if you were at one of the GCW spring breaks and then you can mm-hmm. go out and buy the card set that was associated with that event? You know, what if that was your first ever GCW event? Now you're a lifelong fan. What if that was your first ever wrestling event and you need something to, you know, portray that? There's just so many different things that I think wrestling cards connect with not only collectors and people, just more so than any other. And, and you know, yeah, maybe people don't like wrestling because, oh, it's not, you know, the hobby headline $1 million cards or whatever. But sure. I think from a longevity standpoint, wrestling cards just continue to grow. Yeah, it absolutely surprises me that there's just not more. It's another thing we've talked about a lot was not more collectors who collect cards to, to capture those memories. Um, maybe because we have such access to so many things I can go and watch anything I want when I want to watch it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need cards to do that. Maybe that's their mentality. I don't know. Or maybe it's a nice segue to get somebody into trading cards or wrestling cards. Uh, saying, you know, you, there's so many great images on these cards that at any moment you can look at them when you're looking at your collection um, and be taken back to that time to make you kind of go, you know what, I'm going to watch that tonight or something. Yep. You know, um, maybe that's the way we go and attack, you know, non-wrestling card collectors and say, here's why you should collect because of the nostalgia aspect. I don't know. Yeah, you mentioned segue too. Let's segue into the other, the next topic that involves this, and that's why wrestling cards over everything else we know that wrestling fans wrestling collectors spend hundreds and thousands of dollars on things whether it's the replica belts that we all like to see defended in the walmart parking lots (laughs) whether it's the walls of action figures that bring them that nostalgia to when they were kids and having that and they can relive that through the pieces of plastic on their walls but it seems like for me the reason that i like the cards more is because like I would dabble in all these things my whole life, but since I was a kid, like cards have been a constant, no matter what. Figures mm. would come and go, uh, memorabilia would come and go, but it seems like the cards, there was always cards there, whether it was uh, you know a few one-offs or whether it was something I just bought a pack of, but cards are always there. And the biggest thing for me, and I've seen, you know, you talked about people getting into cards and more people collecting. I think the tide is starting to change a little bit from the perspective of just, the economics we live in and, you know, a, people, maybe they're renting and they can't actually buy a house so they have less room. I think that cards, because it's such an easy, it, it's a store of value, of course, but mm. as far as physically storing them, so much easier. You can have oh, so yeah. such so much more of a variety because they're so small, even if they're graded cards. I've yeah. said it before, like, I liked figures, but it just begot, became too overwhelming. And I've actually read other people on Twitter or Instagram saying, hey, all my figures are for sale now. I can't afford to continue to put them all over my rooms. I can't even move in my room. Got to get rid of them transitioning into wrestling cards, which I think is cool. Not that there's anything against figures. I got one right there. But, you know, I, mm-hmm. I just think that cards, for me, that's one thing that just keeps me going with them is the ease of storage and the whole the store value as well. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I've always found that cards were such an easier thing to store, whether you put them in, uh, you know, um, uh, snap cases, whether you put them in, uh, you know, nine pocket sheets in a binder, uh, even if you have them in graded and you have your little your suitcase of graded cards. Yep. <laughs> um, it's still, um, you know, it, it's just easier to store away if you needed to. So yeah. And, you know, properly done right. I mean, I've got something here on the wall, you know, properly done right. You can have a nice little frame piece of some of your favorite pieces up there, you know. Yep. And again, it's, it's art. It just translates back to art. It's up there. Uh, I find this to be what I have up here, no different than somebody else uh, putting a painting up on their wall. This is, you know, I got printing plates of Kurt Angle up here, every color, right there. 
and I, I think it's, uh, it's a nice look at for me. Um, it's what I like. Um, it's just easier to store. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I, I had figures for a while, too. I, I just had this conversation on Twitter. I had I collected all the original classic superstars that came oh, out yeah. from Jack's Pacific. Yep. And at the time, I took it a step further. I used to travel all over the country with finding out, oh, you know, hey, Arn Anderson's going to be over here with Tully Blanchard or da-da-da, or, you know, Scott Hall's me over here. I would take these things all over the place with me and get them signed. And I had it in my extra spare room at the time. I had the whole wall was just littered with the, the, all these signed... Uh, uh, action figures like that, you know, and then of course, ran out of running out of room. Uh, also, financially, couldn't afford to do anymore. Uh, got rid of them all. Uh, cards just always been the constant in my life, even since as a, as a kid, whether it be baseball cards, even getting into non sport cards and wrestling cards you know, for as long as I can remember. Yeah, and the other thing I like about it, and again, you could do this with figures, you could do this with memorabilia, but you know, we've talked on numerous episodes the interesting little PCs you can put together of cards, whether it's mm-hmm. you know building, like I mentioned, building the set of ECW, trying to chase that, trying to chase a super collection, uh, trying to collect an era or a set. Like, there's just so many things that I think are a little bit more customizable to the collectors, uh, what they're trying to achieve with trading cards than it is with action figures or memorabilia. I Don't get me wrong, I have seen a lot of cool stuff put together that people have done in those realms, but again, it's just cards. It always goes back to cards like, oh, what if I could put together, you know, this Kevin Nash with the Diesel with, you know, the Super Shredder cards. Like, what, what if I could put those in and get them signed, like color code them, match them, you know, there's just so many cool things that I don't think people consider with cards that you can do that you can't really do with a lot of other things. Yeah. And, and the topic here is, you know, why wrestling cards over other types of wrestling, uh, really, um, is always that connection. It doesn't matter. TV shows come and go. Movies come and go. They're, uh, I, you know, they may touch you in a certain way, uh, not to be disgusting, um, but it, they may, you know, it, those, those types of things, film might make you feel a certain way. But uh, wrestling does too for a long period of time, and then you know you might just fall out of favor for a, a movie or a TV show. But wrestling always has something else around the corner, like you know what? I'm not into this character anymore, but I'm into this character now. This character's new. I mean, just so many different ways. So never ends. It never ends. It's just a, it's an ongoing soap opera that never ends with a lot of moving characters and, and plot lines constantly, constantly, constantly. So uh, whether it, those plot lines you agree with are like now versus how you used to be when you were younger, it doesn't matter. It still just uh, keeps you engaged and interested in what's going on. And uh, wrestling cards always seem to find a way to capture those memories. I think maybe for me, the, as you say, you know, character based and never ending. The, the first thing that comes to mind is Marvel and you know, it just never ends. It's, it's constantly characters are evolving, changing storylines, changing. And there's a diehard collector base around that too. But uh, rest, you know, with wrestling, you can actually go see these people at your local town right in front of you. And it's, it's just, I don't know. Re- wrestling has been the best thing for collecting cards that I've ever come across. Yep. Which is, you know, also has translates to the best kind of collectors there are. And that translates to the community. Let's talk about that. I think that is probably right now in the market that we're in and, you know, the the bickering about economics or what's this card worth, stuff like that. Who's the, quote, experts? There's a lot of those people out there that apparently can't shut their egos down. But the community as a whole, I've never been in any kind of, whether it was a gaming community or music or 
wrestling. There's no community that I've been a part of like the wrestling trading card community. And I don't see that stopping. I think, you know, the, the more we get people in, the more that community grows, the more the hobby grows, the more people realize that, hey, like, yeah, there, there might be some bad actors in our segments. There may mm. be some egomaniacs. But for the most part, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot of, you know, we get on there, we joke about things, we make fun of cards, we talk about how good cards are. Everybody can sometimes find out who collects what. They can get those cards to them at a good deal or just send it to them for free or trade them or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think about the wrestling car community and how maybe that also transcends any other kind of collector realm of a community standpoint? Um, we've talked about it many times before in the past. I don't have a lot of experience in the sports world communities, but I hear a lot of stories. Um, wrestling car community in general is, you know, the best. It's just it's just the best out there. It really is with so many knowledgeable people out there uh, willing to share and help out fellow collectors. I just don't think you see that in other genres of collecting. I don't care, and even within the segment of wrestling itself, like mm -hmm. I don't I don't think maybe I'm wrong because I don't have a lot of experience in it. But maybe wrestling action figure collectors aren't even as close connected as trading card wrestling card collectors. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's wrestling per se as a, 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 in general, or is it just wrestling card collectors in general? My only experience is with the wrestling card community. Now, being someone who's been involved in it for such a long time, I have seen it kind of be like the best ever to like, okay, it's kind of split here and there. And I, uh, but in general, it's always been very good. And that's what I've also liked about this hobby um, is the collective sharing of information, the collective sharing of, of uh, finding things that you need, helping each other out, filling in the gaps and the holes in our collections for things that, hey, guys, I'm missing these certain cards to finish off this set. Uh, hey, guys, I'm looking for this card to finish my rainbow. Uh, that kind of thing. It's just, no, but no other hobby does that for you, like, like this hobby. This hobby just seems to take care of each other. And, and again, it's like constantly relating back to actual wrestling. Whereas I feel like uh, mainly sports cards world, it, it's like, well, what's the market doing? What's this card worth? You know, where where can I find this? And, uh, you know, is this a good buy? Should I flip this? Should I? And with wrestling, it's like somebody will post a card. They'll talk about why it's important. Somebody will reply with like, oh, yeah, I saw them at a house show and they did this. And, and it just mm -hmm. spawns these conversations that end up like taking it out of the card for a moment and putting it on wrestling and relating that then back to the card. It's a really interesting dynamic, but yep. yeah, the community is great. And then how do we build that community through content creation? And this yep. has been a, like, it is a grind. Me and Tony have talked about it. We've talked about it offline. We've talked about it, how, you know, it, it, the pleasure is all yours to be able to listen to us because we're actually able to put <laughs> these out on time. But the, the content has been a driving force for me as far as like, digging into it and what i mean by that is like you know the hobby can take you different directions when i first like really got heavy into wrestling stuff i was like i want this set i want to collect this i want to collect this but the more i get into it the the less interested i am in that aspect and the more i'm interested in what can i talk about that maybe will help somebody what what yeah. can i do a you know top top five on that might make people think what can i talk about for me buy, sell, trade perspective that will make people think. And it still continues to involve wrestling cards, but maybe not the actual cards themselves and just talking about, you know, well, this is the best card because of this reason. And maybe that does involve that sometimes. But just the fact of any wrestling content creation out there, what I do, what Tony does, what we're doing here, what anybody else does. In fact, we need more wrestling card content creators. 
I think that just continues to grow not only the community, but the hobby. Thoughts? Yeah, yeah exactly. When we started this, when I first started doing the YouTube thing, I, I only knew of you, and that was it. Yeah, I didn't and, know, and I the didn't... whole reason I did it is because I was like, nobody's really doing this. It needs to be a void that's filled. Yeah, and uh, so it was refreshing to see that some somebody, somebody out there was doing something pretty much exclusively about wrestling cards. And I thought, yeah, you know what? Uh, with let's 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 talk about wrestling cards. Let's see if something uh, sparks from this. If people are even interested in having WTCB updated, because you know, the idea had been thought about for about a year or two prior to doing the YouTube stuff. Uh, I just never got around to doing it, and just thought, let's see if there's any interest. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, uh, you know perfect storm i guess whatever you want to call it uh it became a thing and then you and i started uh, you know got together started collaborating uh we're doing uh, worlds collide um and then you know car foundation guys came along and then uh, we've got tweet wrestling and I, I, every time i see something else out there i'm like sweet more people talking about wrestling cards um even people who don't exclusively talk about wrestling cards seem to be talking about them more on their episodes they mix it in more than they used ever used to before yep. because you know it's it's generating buzz it's generating uh interest from people um people connect with it in whatever ways they want to connect with it but um i like i want to see more content out there i hear rumors of people wanting to do things on their own kind of thing do it man yep. I, I say i say put your money where your mouth is and get out there and spread uh information as long as it's good information like i don't want people out there spreading you know uh i i think it's this because i it's my uh, i feel it's this and that's what it is yeah it's just this it's this you know let's let's just get out there and have some intelligent conversations about the hobby to help grow the hobby more and there's a lot of people out there with a lot of knowledge in their craniums yeah and i would like for them to get out and and share it because we're not all going to be here forever so to, to put, create content out there to help the next generation of collectors and the generation after that of collectors, you know, when we're still a planet, you know, a uh, generation after that of just being able to find things like YouTube channels or uh, TikTok channels, whatever it is, uh, websites, discords, whatever, that are talking about wrestling cards and educating people about wrestling cards. That's what WTC has always been about, to educate. Um, yeah, and that's I, a prime I, example of, of something that has led you down a hobby path that not only helps the hobby grow, not only does it help the community, but it's something fun that you're able to do in the hobby that's not actually the hobby, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like, uh, you know, just uh, doing commentary of what is it you do. <laughs> yeah, and that's what we need. You know, th this is my call to action for anybody listening or watching is get out, like, if you ever wanted to talk about wrestling cars, just do it. It doesn't matter what you're recording on. It doesn't matter your experience level. You can reach out to me or Tony if you have some questions. We can, make, If we don't have the answers, we can redirect you to somebody maybe that does. But we want more wrestling car content out there. I don't care whether you just want to start a channel talking about you know, 1991 classic sets and you want to go yeah. super in-depth. I don't care if you want to talk about just the market aspect of wrestling cards or maybe just how wrestling cards actually relate to wrestling itself. Like There's so many different mm -hmm. avenues that somebody could start content. So whatever it is out there, if you've ever wanted to produce wrestling car content, please, by all means, do it. And uh, we'd be happy oh, yeah. to help as much as possible. Even if, I mean, if, like you said, uh, uh, further going into that, even if it's uh, talking about, like you said, connecting wrestling to the cards itself or vice versa, even if uh, all you are is a, is a seller, 
Maybe, maybe all you do is you sell wrestling cards, whether you're d domestic, international, whatever. You know, creating a YouTube channel or something like that to talk about your featured sets, your featured items, your yep. new stock coming in, um, uh, breaking things down based on you know your experience and how you bought this lot and you know how you you do your inventory. All those things are fascinating things to further educate people about wrestling cards and and what goes into it. So you know, get on there. You know, it doesn't have to be fancy. Trust nope. me. My channel ain't fancy. I don't do a lot of video edits like Mr. Zan over here. I, I just I have an intro, I have an outro, and that's it. Done. All done. All it is just a couple of dudes, uh, several guys talking wrestling cards. Is all it is. Um, you can just get on there and on your phone and just say, "Hi, my name's John yep. Smith, and I'm going to sit here and open up this product that I just bought." I mean, I don't care. Just yep. talk about wrestling cards, man. Yep, and again, production value and equipment, all that stuff can kind of come as you go. But to just get started talking, like there's. There's a lot of good, I'll say, non-wrestling card hobby content that I listen to or watch. And a lot of the the best minds that I hear talk, they, they're doing stuff from their phone or they're just plugging in a random cheap microphone from Walmart into their computer and recording a podcast. Like yeah. They don't have the best of the best. And I find that some of those people have the best information that make me really think and yeah. how I approach the hobby going forward. So, uh, again, I just think that if we're going to tie this back, like the more content that gets out there, the more wrestling cards are on the forefront of people's minds. The more wrestling cards that are out there, the more popularity it grows, both from a collector base, from a price point, from all of those things, just overall popularity. And then the, the bigger the popularity grows, the bigger just this niche of the hobby gets overall. Yeah. And we can kind of get to where we've always set out to, you know, we want wrestling cards up there with the big sports cards. May not ever happen, but, you know, that's the goal is to get it into the mainstream hobby headlines and have just people talk about them you know we may never get those sales but the fact if you know if a publication can publish a honus wagner or a mickey mantle card that's a big sale why can't they post a hogan or a rock sale and you know mm -hmm. maybe we get there one day we will this it takes time patience um and there's a you know there's a lot of hustle involved in this too like anything else you do to be successful there's a lot of uh, a lot of hustle and work you know it just it has to be done someone's got to do it um, you know, we just sort of chose to start be a part of it. Yeah. Well, we're just, a, we're, we're a spoke in the wheel, man. Yeah. That's all we are is a spoke in the wheel. We're just trying to help make that wheel keep going. Absolutely. And, uh, if we can get more spokes, that'd be awesome. Yeah. We need a hundred spokes like those awesome yeah. hundred spoke rims. That's right. <laughs> Tony, let everybody know where they can find you. Speaking of community. WrestlingTradingCards.com, people. On the bottom of every single page is a link to all of our social media platforms. Who knows if new ones are going to be coming up? I don't know. That's why you have to keep checking. Just keep hitting that refresh button. <laughs> and I also want to plug, I know we plug it every time. You can find the link on the WTC website, but WTC TV been knocking it out of the park with Thanks, man. guests and topics and, you know, some different styles of, you know, artists, different types of things that, you know, we talk about the different avenues that people can get into wrestling cards or wrestling in general. And I think the variety that you're putting out is helping with that because it's not just the same thing over and over again. So, yeah, I got to kind of expand. It gets sometimes it gets a little difficult to try to figure out some new things, and sometimes things just fall into your lap. And um, you know, it's hard. It's hard to, yeah. as you know, speaking of the content, it is hard to do it if you want to become like this weekly episodic type of thing that you're doing. Um, you don't have to do that. You don't no. have to do the things that uh, how Zan and I do it. You don't have to do it the way Car Foundation guys do it. Uh, you can put out content whenever it is convenient and possible for you to do it. If you're a once a month kind of person, every other week, 
uh, there's burnout. You yeah, can get burnt. Sure. You can get burned out. Uh, pace yourself. Put out what you feel is fun for you, because what's fun for you also might be fun for someone else. Um, and just have fun with it. Just just put stuff out there. Just try it. Try it once, um, and, and see how it goes, man. I mean. You never know. I, I don't know how much more of these I can possibly do when it comes to Worlds Collider, my own things, you know, with a, a store opening and life interferes. Yeah, I'm going to do my best to keep putting out content. It may not be a weekly basis kind of thing. Uh, maybe it becomes a bi-weekly or once a month kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe the WTC network becomes a reality because other people want places to go. I know collecting with Caleb. I mean, he's putting out excellent content when it comes yep. to indie stuff. I mean, here's another example of a guy who just said, you know what? He found his niche and went for it. And went for it, and people love it. Yeah. Oh, that was that was very very loud, and I'm very sorry about that. Um, That's what happens when we get started. The the passion just bleeds through. <laughs> um, just uh, you know, do what makes you happy, and you're having fun with. So, uh, where can they find you, man? Right. I was going to really say wrestlingtrainingcards.com because out of habit, which you can find me on there. I've been on a couple of episodes, but uh, wrestling with cards on YouTube, wrestling with cards, the podcast. Of course, the Worlds Collide podcast that you're listening here at Zane Morning on all social platforms. Everything Tony's talked about, everything that I just mentioned, all can be found in the show notes of wherever you're listening to this on. And again, if you're listening to this on any platform, please subscribe. Please leave us a five-star review if you've got the time to do that, if you're enjoying what we're you know putting out for you. And spread the word. Again, engagement, getting this out there to anybody that you think would enjoy wrestling, wrestling cards. Um figures getting into cards sports card guys getting into wrestling cards it doesn't matter just and if you have a question again whether it's questions about cards questions about content creation anything that you need help with reach out to me and tony hey if we don't have the answer we'll try to get you to somebody that does and we'll just try to keep more engagement going within the wrestling card community we thank you guys for listening thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to what we have to say reason why what yeah, there's only one reason why we do this anyways. Yeah. Only one reason. Because wrestling cards rule. You got it. We'll <laughs> see ya.